0: Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody.
3: The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air.
4: Freedom. This is what I call freedom. Freedom. I'm out of jail.
3: Internet Radio Show, Making a World a Better Place. One show at a time. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right, welcome to the George Wilder Junior Show on Block Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks for finding the George Wilder Junior show and thank you for your loyalty and uh and listening to the show. Thanks. All righty. Uh, it is unseasonable in the city of Chicago. It is raining outside, and I don't know. Uh, this is November, okay? This is November, um, and daylight savings time is just around the corner. It's going to be getting a, uh darker a lot sooner in the city of Chicago, and maybe what where you are also. Uh, but that's what what's happening. What happens, if I can say it, um, you know, when winter starts to uh, peak its head out over and (laughs) freezes to death, right? All right. You've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. You will be listening. Um, My guest is Robert Graves. Okay. We'll see what that's all about. And we're still trying to make the world a better place one show at a time. Hate has no home here. Be nice to one another out there. Don't stop being mean and nasty. Uh, And also go out of your way to do something nice for someone. And if you're doing something nice for someone, let people know that you're doing something nice. There are so many people who who go out of their way to do something great for someone else, but they want to stay anonymous. They don't want to tell anybody about it. They don't want to be known that they are really, really decent, loving and giving people. And I don't understand it. I really don't. I mean, if you're going to do something great, for someone like give a $125 million to a college like, uh, uh, like it is happening in the city of Chicago, let people know about it. So people can say, hey, wow, thank you, email you, whatever, you know. Let people, well, yeah, $125 million going to, I think the UIC University in the city of Chicago, 125 donated by Ken Griffin, billionaire. Wow. Friend and confidant of governor Bruce Rauner. Yeah. But, but Hey, wow. You know, I mean, um, when somebody does something good, something honorable, something really, really uh, magnificent, you, you really can't argue with that. You really can't. Okay. Someone has on the marquee, Halloween is coming. Halloween is gone. It's, it's, it's over. (laughs) We're going to have to change that. All right. Make Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Unchain a part of your Fright Night. Yeah, but you know what? Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, and then there's, I believe, there's Valentine Day. Yeah, so we're going to have to do something on those um, uh, days. You know, you, you you got a lot of people who do not who do not like Christmas, just like Scrooge. They can't stand it. They can't stand the idea of other people enjoying Christmas. They go bah humbug, right? But I love Christmas and I, I and I will always love Christmas. And I love Valentine's Day and I love Thanksgiving. I love all of that. You know, holidays are a treat around here. If other people, uh, for whatever nutty reason that they may have for not celebrating, some people don't even celebrate their birthdays. I mean, whatever nutty reason that they give for not <laughs> you know, you know, having fun, that's that's their problem, not mine okay um, you you just really can't get away what has happened in New York a uh, second uh, a second terrorist attack since 9/11 uh, has taken place and you, you really and you really can't get over that uh, Seems like it's just New York you know all the time New York but we have them here in Chicago too and terrorist attacks can take uh can take place anywhere anytime to anyone um uh, it has no uh timetable or the kinds of people that um these these terrorists kill you know so it is just awful at, at at what's going on in the world and then Donald Trump has a great response he called the uh terrorist uh animal an animal this guy does not know how to behave or what to say or what to do uh when a crisis occurs he just he's out of his league on this you know (laughs) obama i have to admit he he knew how to uh whenever there was something a crisis or a terrorist attack under his watch he knew how to respond he knew how to behave he knew how to he knew how to touch people and make people feel feel uh that they are cared about donald trump cannot do that he has to donald trump donald trump talks out of his butt he just pulls something out of his head and just says it you know and and press harps on it and find out that it's nothing that is nothing he calls the guy an animal you know he's trying to politicize the whole thing to get votes you know to try to keep himself in office and try to keep the thuggish republicans who are aiding and abetting him in office. This guy is, is, is a piece of work. He's a piece of work. And and everybody knows that he's, he's scared out of his mind that he's going to be taken out of the White House in handcuffs and leg irons, which he should be, because Robert Mueller is still on the case. He is still doing it. He is out there. And uh, we all appreciate Robert Mueller for his job. But as I've stated before, uh, it is not over. He is not done. He's gonna be cracking the whip cracking the whip maybe on Mike Pence, uh Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell. You never know uh who's next, but there is one confirmation there is going to be more. I mean, it was stated in the affidavit affidavit, you know, that there would be others. I mean uh Keith Overman talked about this on his show on his uh YouTube show. He talked about this and um Keith Overman is not fake news. This guy is not fake news. He is authentic as any thing out there, you know. And I love him in a in a uh journalistic way, okay? And um, yeah, I mean the the attack in 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 New York is just it's horrific, and every time I see the pictures, the videos of the school bus, of the schools, the children, the children's school bus being rammed into by this guy in a rental truck, and some of the kids are injured, and, and one or two are critical. It's just awful. Eight people dead, lives taken 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 away very at a very young ages. And this guy, I'm hearing that he's he has been charged. They have charged him now with terrorism. So we're gonna be getting in a little bit more into that. But Trump's response is just classic. I mean, instead of just <laughs> you know going to going and visiting uh, New York, comforting the people, comforting the families, calling the families of the uh, of the uh, uh, people who were killed. This guy sits, he sits in the White House, maybe the Oval Office, and talks tough. Surrounded by military, surrounded by Secret Service, surrounded by all of those folks that's going going to be kissing his ass. He sits there and he talks tough. He always talks tough whenever he, you know, surrounds himself with with all of these kinds of people who are there to protect him no matter what comes out of his warped mouth, you know. So, but anyway, getting back to New York, uh, it it's it's going to be with us for a while because this is their second 9-11. This date will be um, remembered, go down in infamy. I mean, this is going to be remembered. Just just like we talk about uh, um, 9-11, September 11th, 2001, Uh, We're going to be talking about, um, uh, I believe, October 31st, 2017. You know, so it's sad. It's awful. But as a lot of the uh, people have been saying in New York, especially the governor, the commissioner, and some other uh, city leaders, they have been saying what I have been saying. Do not let this deter you from going about doing what you normally do. This is um, because if you do, then this is what the terrorists want. They win. Go do what you do best. Go, you know, uh, as I've said on the show yesterday, uh, you got to keep doing what you love to do. And don't let these guys, uh, these terrorists stop you. Uh, Don't. Let him stop you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that the that they're gonna try and figure out <laughs> uh, what happened, how it happened. They they've got a timeline on this guy, and uh, we're gonna get into that. All right, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show at 6:13 p.m. straight up uh, Chicago time, Central Standard Time. It's raining in the city of Chicago. It's cold. It's it, it even even for November, early November. I think it's still. Uh, the weather is still, um, it, it's its still too cold for this time of year. It, basically, it's still fall here, and uh, I hope it's um, great where you are. I hope you're having a great time. I hope you're uh, tuning into the show, three four seven eight five seven one seven six two, the George Wilder Jr. Show, WTTTY, not witty, but, but WTTTY, and um, there is, So much going on, folks. So much going on. And we're going to try and get to some things. But as I've said, uh, Robert Graves um, um, on the George Wilder Jr. Show.
0: the guy in the White House for his silence over the four Green Berets killed in Niger. And here's what he had to say about that later on in the
5: day. Take a look, please. Toughest calls I have to make are the calls where uh, this happens, soldiers are killed. President Obama and other presidents, most of them uh, didn't make calls, a lot of them didn't make calls. I like to call when it's appropriate, when I think I'm able to do it. take some time off his
0: golf game well (laughs) you know i think most presidents make those calls i'm sorry and quit you know what listen just say you know maybe you hadn't gotten to it yet but you don't need to bring in obama what is wrong with you obama does not you know just stop you can say you, you can say you're dealing with it you can but you don't have you don't have to reach out because
6: it turns out to be a lie. Well, and these things you know? are typically well. done in private because they're very personal. Someone's <laughs> lost their lives, so it's not something that they do and then broadcast. By the way, I, I spoke with four people. To, you know, like you don't typically do that. The thing that bothers me now is these families are still listening to this conversation. It's How crazy. sincere does it seem when you make that phone call now and you had to consult other people to know mm-hmm. that you just wanted to say I don't know what to say, but I called. Like, I, I care. Well, but he's
0: you know? obsessed with Obama and Hillary Clinton. Yesterday he was Talking about her again—it's like move it along.
7: But it just seems to me whenever he's criticized, because he was being criticized for not having called the families of the four full, fallen soldiers in Niger. Right. Um. And uh, when he's criticized, his intuitive reaction seems to be to point the finger somewhere right. else. And that's exactly what we tell our children not to do. Right. So when yeah. when our kids do something wrong, they say, "Well, Bobby did it too." I'm like, right. "Is Bobby's last name Hostin?" That's no. Right. I don't care what Bobby did. <laughs> yeah. and so I think we need to call him on it and say, you know. You're the president now. Yeah, yeah. you do the right thing.
8: Yeah. Yeah, I never understand any sort of attacking on either side of the aisle that has anything to do with the military or fallen soldiers. I think all of us collectively as Americans, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that would want to politicize that. So I'm always sort of confused by the political capital that he expends when he says things like this. That being said, You know, he ran as a much more isolationist candidate than traditional Republicans do, Mm -hmm. saying, you know, we're not going to go into any more wars, we're going to bring, less soldiers are going to come home in coffins under my presidency. And he's actually turned out to be a lot more hawkish than I had anticipated. And so it'll be interesting to see if he continues to sort of go, by the way, ideologically in the vein that I'm in, what ends up happening with his supporters, because a lot of his base of supporters are really sick of being overseas, of being in the Middle East, so I'm more interested policy-wise what he does going forward i think
0: most i think most of our soldiers you know they they soldier up and they do it but you know they're doing five and six and seven tours (laughs) tours, you know eight nine ten it's crazy it's crazy and just not for nothing but defense secretary leon panetta did mention that obama made calls to families just saying so now uh Yes, we just dealt with that, so former aides, yeah, right. He also answered questions yesterday about why his administration seems to be having so much trouble getting stuff done and through. Take a look.
5: I have great relationships with, actually many senators, but in particular with most Republican senators, but we're not getting the job done. And I'm not going to blame myself. I'll be honest. They are not getting the job done. We've had healthcare approved, and then you had a surprise vote by John McCain. Uh, we've had other things happen, and uh, they're not getting the job done.
0: Again, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That's yeah. them. Yeah. So. <laughs> His base agrees with him, though. They think he's doing a, a fine job. They think the politicians are are the problem here, don't they? You know, he's like the opposite of Harry Truman. Of Harry Truman, the famous quote from Harry Truman was, the
6: buck stops here at his desk. Mm-hmm. This is like the opposite of that. The buck doesn't stop here, stops over there. <laughs> well, he also ran on a total deal-maker platform, that I'm going to make these great deals. I'm going to yeah. cross the aisle. I know how to make the best deals. Well, you can't then just put it off on, on the party the Congress because yes they do have to own this as well but you're supposed to be wheeling and dealing that's what your role is and he yeah. promised us a deal maker a businessman that would push stuff through so you when it doesn't go through you say it wasn't my fault when it does go through I'm doing great things yeah. you know you can't have right. it both ways yeah. Yeah. So,
7: yeah. Well, he's, I think you know I, um, I, I know, I know we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, but I saw the movie LBJ recently. The oh, a great, great dealmaker. The great yes. dealmaker. And yes. what was so fascinating to me about it was that, you know, Kennedy was sort of this show horse, right? He was this good-looking guy. But behind the scenes, LBJ was the dealmaker. He was the workhorse. And I, I realize that you really have to be a consensus builder yes. when you are the president. And I'm surprised that he is unable to do that, not only with the Republican Party, his own party, but with the Democratic Party as well Why do you think he is incapable
0: of building these? Well, because he but doesn't. Because coalition. he doesn't. I think part not. of the problem is he has no idea of <laughs> what he's doing. How he's doing stuff? Because <laughs> I, I, I think that you know, <laughs> it's it right. what he doing? Oftentimes, he doesn't know anything about the details of his of his plans. <laughs> he waffles in his positions. His he job. asks. He's <laughs> to vote for things that his constituents are clearly saying. Look. This is not going to fly
8: with us. Well, he's not yeah. a conventional Republican. He's a populist icon, which we have to remember that when we're discussing dealmaking. I said this all throughout the election, that dealmaking in business is not the same thing as it's dealmaking in politics. Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan, these are the heads that are really going to roll coming up in midterm elections. Steve Bannon, it is his life That's mission to well. drain the swamp. It's everybody's fault. in he hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> the opinion uh-huh. of the base of Trump supporters is that it's everybody's fault except Trump's, yeah. especially Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Like yes. I if I were Mitch McConnell, I would probably be a little nervous right now. And it's fascinating to me, like you said, that he made so many large promises in the health care He's bill that he brought up with my father. That bill was something that Mitch McConnell took a page out of Harry Reid. He was doing this deal in private, trying to ram it through the Senate, mm-hmm. wasn't having any amendments, wasn't doing a lot of you know whipping up of the votes right. within the Senate, and it ultimately backfired. And I think until everyone learns to govern traditionally, maybe they'll get voted out of office. It's entirely possible this is a
6: Republican Party right. problem as well, that we're not working well, your together. Dad made a, I'm sorry, your dad made a great speech, though, now that I'm thinking about when he sat in front of Congress and said, we're not doing our job here, yeah. like yeah. we're not doing it. Yeah. And I remember he called everyone out, and I was yeah. so moved by him saying. Like, it's supposed nice. to be consensus.
7: Yeah. So what, and equipment. I think what's surprising, sorry, what's surprising yeah. to me also is Republicans. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Madness. Bump stocks are already back on the market. Can you believe that? For, for a second there, I thought that the um, obviously I was naive. The NRA is not going to take these take this um, bump, stock, bump stock maker off the market. Sales one month after the Las Vegas massacre. Remember the Las Vegas massacre? Where 50, or was it 50, 50 more people were killed? Okay, a leading manufacturer of bump stock. Bump stocks are something that you can put on an assault weapon to make it an automatic weapon, make it sound like a machine gun. And, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a leading manufacturer of bump stock devices that make an automatic weapon, automatic weapons function like machine guns, told customers on Tuesday. It is resuming sales of them in limited but in limited quantities. What? They think we're stupid. I mean, in limited quantities, these this particular device should not be back out on the market. Fifty people were shot, uh, and three hundred injured. This guy. Um, uh, actually, to me, this was another terrorist attack, the Las Vegas one. A lot of people seem to have forgotten about it, you know, because they're focusing on the latest one, uh, the one in New York, another terrorist attack in New York. Some people are saying it's 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 the same kind of attack that happened on 9-11 in New York, with the two towers collapsing, 3,000 people being killed. But Donald Trump, like I said, he doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know what right, that he doesn't know the right things to say in these type of crisis, except for calling, <laughs> except for calling the uh, perpetrator an animal. Donald, Donald Trump cannot stand Muslims. I mean, he's a, he's a racist, un racist when it comes to Muslims. But uh, this bump stock thing is just, just crazy. And I'm, I'm looking at Huffington Post, and it's saying that that they have uh, put these deadly devices back on the shelves. Remember when they were actually uh, taking them, supposedly taking them off the shelves, Uh, people were buying them up in droves. You know, people were buying them up in droves before they were actually being taken off the market. But now these devices that make uh, an automatic weapon shoot a lot faster, sound like a Tommy gun or a BB gun, they're back on the market. You know, I, Okay, that, that tells you that more people are going to die somewhere because some idiot, some nut is going to become radicalized um, by ISIS. And they're just going to uh, take people out because they put in these gun gun advocates. Gun control will never happen and never happen in America as long as we have Republicans controlling everything. We all know that. We all know that as long as we have Republicans controlling everything. Uh, people going to die and they're going to blame Democrats or Obama or Hillary Clinton. You know, so the announcement comes just one month after after the mass shooting in Las Vegas, the deadliest such such shooting in modern history. Law Law enforcement officials said that gunman Stephen Paddock used weapons modified with bump stock to kill 58 people and injure over injure over 500 others. At a country music concert outside the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, and they put this device. They're putting this device back on the shelf, so other crazy, mentally ill, stupid, dumb people can go buy this device, put it on their, uh, uh put it on their guns, and make their guns an automatic weapon to function just like a machine gun, go out and kill people. This will be the, and if it happens, let's say another terrorist attack occurs, maybe somewhere where there's a lot of people, and uh, uh, the terrorist or the gunman uses a weapon uh, equipped with a bomb stock. You can blame the Republicans uh, for that. You know, because they are in the they are in the pockets of the uh, NRA. The NRA is essentially their bosses. They're getting their pockets lined with all kinds of money. You know, uh, it's just bad that con- Republicans control everything. It's just awful that they control everything. And now the you know bump stock. They're back on the market, but in limited capacity. What the hell is that? Limited or full capacity? The fact is that these devices are back on the market, and they should not be back on the market. America, Americans should be pissed. I'm pretty sure a lot of people haven't seen this, but uh, it it may be just uh, 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 being reported. So a lot of people are gonna at least by tomorrow morning. You know, uh, people should know that their lives could be in danger again because this particular device that killed that helped to kill 58 people and wound uh, about 500 people in the attack at least two 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 and a half weeks ago in uh, Las Vegas. This device is back on the market for the crazies. You know, in some in some cities and some states. In America, you can walk into a gun store, or a gun shop, and you can buy as many guns as you want. You don't have to show ID. You don't have to show anything. Only thing you have to show is the money. There's no wait period. There's no background checks. You walk in there, you buy, you you buy a gun like you buying a a soda. You know. So this is really, really bad. This is very, very bad. And um, this just kinds of kind of tell you that there's going to be more more and more um, 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 shootings like this because uh, people are armed and dangerous and a lot of these shootings a lot of these shootings happen not because the perpetrator the criminal the shooter bought these weapons illegally they have these weapons legally you know I mean somebody could just Lose it one day and just start shooting up everybody with weapons and grenades, flashbangs and everything else that they bought legally because they have all the documentation. And they buy it and then one day they get mad and pissed off at the world, go out and shoot a lot of people. Uh, but this is wrong. This is totally wrong. This, is, this shows you that the Republicans put themselves first over America. America. They put themselves first over uh, the needs of the country. They put their party first. They put the party bosses first over the needs of the country. They don't give a damn about America. Sometimes I think they hate America because they're trying to basically tear America down and rebuild it in their image. That's never going to happen. They want it that way, and it's just appalling uh, what America has become in the world. We've lost our standing in the world. We feel we've fallen below <laughs> a lot of other countries. You know, a lot of a lot of people don't want to come to America because of our president and because of the politics, because of. Uh, you you have to um, uh, – health care is uh, profitable. You have to pay to go to a school, uh, especially a university. you have free public schools. But as we all know, Republicans are trying to get rid of public education for their own personal reasons. They want to get rid of public education and take the money away from the children and put it – give it to the rich or pocket it and build a wall with it. So we're in some trying times here. We're in some bad times and we have to spend everything. We have to stay focused. So you've been listening to the 2D to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Black Talk Radio. And it is raining in the city of Chicago. It's a bit cooler than it usually is, but, you know, I, you know, seasons changing and everything else and so um, we will be right back.
9: john kelly put his reputation on the line for this president when he attacked congresswoman frederica wilson with multiple entirely false statements and now the white house is doubling down back with me rick wilson keith boykin anna navarro and jason miller Uh, keith i want to bring you in you didn't get to speak last time Uh, listen i'm wondering has this changed your opinion or, or anything you thought about general kelly at all this week
1: well general kelly was perceived to be one of the adults in the room you know along with general mattis Uh, And uh, Rex Tillerson, the three people who uh, I think James, who uh, Congressman, uh, Senator Corker said were.
10: Now that Manafort and Rick Gates, his uh, protege and associate, uh, have been indicted, 12 counts uh, against Manafort. uh, And now that uh, we know George Papadopoulos, a a campaign uh, official for Donald Trump, has already turned evidence against them, Let us now check the temperature of Donald Trump's Twitter account, where it's gotta be. Well, let's put it this way, climate change is finally in effect over there. So before the Papadopoulos news, here's Trump raging over the weekend knowing that an indictment is coming and at the time it was under seal. He said, never seen such Republican anger and unity as I have concerning the lack of investigation on Clinton made fake dossier, now $12 million. Okay, I'll get to why he keeps bringing up Hillary Clinton in a second. Uh, Then he goes on to say, the uranium to Russia deal, the 33,000 plus deleted emails, the Comey fix, and so much more. Instead they look at phony Trump Russia, collusion, he puts in air quotes, which doesn't exist. The Dems are using this terrible and bad for our country, witch hunt for evil politics. But the Republicans are now fighting back like never before. There's so much guilt by Democrats slash Clinton. And now the facts are pouring out. And then big bold capital letters, do something. So one of my favorite cries for help I've ever heard on Twitter, Donald Trump screaming in agony, do something. Okay, so why is he screaming about Hillary Clinton when the Russian investigation has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton? Maybe he thinks it's inconceivable that he won. And he just can't believe it, like the rest of us, like he wakes up every morning, like really? I'm president? Shouldn't Hillary be president? Let's investigate her. Okay, not likely. The real answers are, number one, of course he wants to distract you, that's obvious, right? Squirrel, okay. But the more important part of the answer is, they are later going to make the claim and in fact, today it has begun, well, Robert Mueller was the head of the FBI during the Obama administration, when the Uranium One deal was done. So I don't know, maybe Mueller's Mueller's biased, I mean, I'm not getting rid of him because he's doing the investigation against me, no, we had to get rid of him because he didn't do the investigation about Hillary Clinton years and years and years ago. That is why all of a sudden I'm outraged that he didn't do that investigation, no. They are setting it up as an excuse to fire Robert Mueller if he is fired. Trump should be impeached immediately. Look, if you'd like to start an investigation on something that went wrong six years ago, that's an interesting conversation to have and one we should have as alongside this one. And I think the Uranium One deal, I'm not with other progressives in the media. I think the Uranium One deal was problematic. But Hillary Clinton <laughs> is not president. She didn't win. She's incredibly irrelevant. I don't even know if the statute of limitations ran on it. If you wanna go back and investigate that, whatever. But that has nothing to do with Robert Mueller's current investigation of Donald Trump, which is of course the reason why Donald Trump is in an absolute panic. So he he, sure uh, is. now this he had Little said back in so June,
11: panic, uh, so crazy, he scared, began this frightened. theme as
10: the investigation was picking up steam. I don't know if uh, he knew that Papadopoulos was going to turn evidence at that point, but he said, you are witnessing the single greatest witch hunt in American political history, led by some very bad and conflicted people. Hashtag MAGA. So even back then, he was like, Mueller, I don't, conflict of interest. I mean, he didn't do the thing against Hillary. So that's why when he finds out evidence, hardcore evidence that people on my campaign did tax evasion, money laundering, had clear ties to the Russians and wanted me to meet with the Russians. That's some of the things we learned out from the Papadopoulos case. Uh, No, no, don't worry about any of that. Mueller conflict of interest. I gotta get rid of him. He's got the evidence. I gotta get rid of him. His panic gives you a sense of how connected Trump was to all this. Because the Manafort evidence, so far the things that have been presented in public are largely against Manafort and Rick Gates and their ties to Russian oligarchs. It is, as I stated earlier in the show, it is possible that Trump was not, did not know anything about that. And he could just say, hey, listen, man, these guys were apparently trying to pay back a $19 million thing they had with the oligarchs, it has nothing to do with me, and, and I'm outraged by it. I can't believe that they potentially put my campaign in trouble. He's not saying that. Instead, he's saying, hey, you gotta get rid of Mueller. I gotta get rid of him, Iranian one, Benghazi, dossier. I don't know, I'm going panic. If you water. didn't do it, water. why are you in such a cold-sweated panic over it? Your
11: shoes are
3: so all wet. now, he, shoes get all wet. he finds it's
10: out terrible. about Papadopoulos and, and all the things that happened this morning, and he gets even more crazed. He says, all this Russia talk, right, when the Republicans are making their big push for historic tax cuts and reform, is this coincidental? Not. <laughs> In there and you're, and run water on. you're a child. He's the president, can you believe he's the president? And he's saying things like not. And it's not how it works anyway, you're not supposed to ask the question and then scream not. You're supposed to say coincidental, not. I have to teach him these things, okay, anyway. What a child, what an unbelievable, petulant child, and also guilty. All right, and, and by the way, the other reason for that tweet Here is-, is he Hey, rich totally people, guilty. all my donors and all the people in charge and in powerful, remember, I'm gonna give you tax cuts. I'm trying to give you tax cuts. Don't, don't throw me away yet. Okay. And he goes on to say, sorry, but this is years ago, before Paul Manafort was part of the Trump campaign. Why aren't Crooked Hillary and the Dems the focus? I'm going to say for the billionth time now, because- Hillary Clinton is not president. She doesn't have any power. She's wandering around in the woods. Your attempt at distraction has no subtlety. So it looks absurd. You're too, frankly, unintelligent to realize that. But you think just screaming squirrel louder will do the trick. No, it makes everyone realize that you're screaming squirrel. And that you want them to be distracted from the thing that we're supposed to be looking at. You're making it more obvious, which is usual for Donald Trump, because he's not that bright. And his last tweet is- (laughs) He totally- Great example of that. It it goes with dot, 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 also, there's no collusion, he capitalized, there's no collusion. If you weren't sure Donald Trump was involved before, after the tweets you become more sure.
3: Welcome to the George Wilder Dooney Show on Blog Talk Radio out of the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. Folks, we are in some trying times. We are in some dark times. We must fight for an America without hate. We must fight for an America without bigotry. We must fight for an America without racism. We must fight for our rights. We must fight to continue to be Americans. Some of those rights are being threatened, taken away. But we have to get out here and fight the good fight. You know, and it has to be done, folks. It has to be in a nonviolent way. We know how to do things nonviolently. So let's go out and make our voices heard, fighting nonviolently. One of my Facebook uh, friends, Barry dear friend, and I thought I might want to share it if I can remember it. She posted that we have to, if, if Donald Trump and his goons somehow fires Robert Mueller, the special prosecutor investigating him and his team, colluding with Russia, if he should fire Robert Mueller that... Millions and millions of Americans should just storm Washington, storm the White House, pull his ass up out of that White House, drag his ass out of that White House. (laughs) Republicans will get the message then. okay? and and she had a lot of likes for that. I think I liked it. I liked it, too. But uh, uh, she's not the only American thinking like that. They feel that the Republicans are in the pockets of the uh, the billionaires and the millionaires, and they're not going to impeach Donald Trump or anything because they, want, they need Donald Trump to get their uh, whacked out agenda through. you know. So uh, there are some people who are – I don't know if Americans uh, have the balls to do something like that, but that may be the only way we're going to get rid of this monster in, in our White House, America's White House. The White House does not belong to Donald Trump. It does not belong to his lying goons. It does not belong to his ass kissers. It belongs to the American people. Donald Trump and the goons, they forget that. They have trashed the White House. They have really, really done a, 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 a probably a lot of indecence <laughs> in the library. Not the library, but the White House. You know, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump doesn't read. He only reads what he has to read, right? Um, he knows no history. We know that. All right. President Donald Trump spent hours isolated in the third floor residence of the White House for two straight mornings this week. Okay. Um, this is CNN agonizing over developments in the Russia investigations. Yeah, he is totally agonizing. I think one of the people around, one of the people around him, especially probably John Kelly, his chief of staff, He, I think he came on TV one day and said that this is really bothering Donald Trump. He is really, really, uh, this this investigation and the arrest of three people, I'm going to say three key people. He doesn't think George Pepper, Papadopoulos is uh, a key, but Paul Manafort and Paul Manafort's, I believe, uh, uh, friend or confidant or whatever, Rick Gates, uh, all of these people are part of this camp uh, Trump's campaign. Uh, they're in jail. And Papadopoulos is cooperating. From my understanding, Uh, the he's been in FBI custody since October 5th and and I was hearing somewhere uh down the line I, I can't confirm this but some people are saying that he was wearing a wire a wire okay Trump of course Trump and his goons are are dismissing this and saying that he was totally insignificant that he was a volunteer it doesn't matter he was on your team. He was pictured with you in the Oval Office in the White House. There's a photograph there. There's uh, evidence you saying that he's, you know, was a good guy or something like that. So the the investigation is is really getting to Donald Trump. I'm gonna read this again. President Donald Trump spent hours isolated in the third in the third floor of the White House for two straight mornings this week, agonizing over the developments. In the Russia investigation, as aides scramble to reschedule some briefings and prepare him for the m- most complicated foreign trip of his presidency. Okay, so he's going ab- he's going abroad again, and a lot of us fear that he's going to embarrass the United States for the hundredth time. Wow, whether the 12-day journey it'll be 12 days to Asia uh offering a welcome diversion away from all of this crap that's um i'm pretty sure he's calling it crap in the united states of trying to get his ass out of that white house whether his preoccupation with russia becomes a dangerous distraction is a question uh that will be answered along the way as he leaves washington on friday so he's going to leave washington friday this friday However, it's a 12 day trip. So when he gets back, it's it may be he may not have a job when he gets back. It depends on how fast uh, Robert Mueller um, works. But you know, then again, he may have one. He may not. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be thinking that it's something. If Trump goes on this 12 day vacation, I mean, this 12 day journey to Asia, it, it I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a vacation to Donald Trump. Uh yeah, I don't see how he 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 can have a really good time. I don't see how he can really really uh, uh, call it fun, or 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 is it business? White House business? I don't know. But anyway, whatever it is, he's going on a 12 day uh, journey to Asia, according to this article, and. Uh, It'll be a well reprieved from the United States, too. A lot of people are going to say what they've always said whenever Trump goes abroad. We hope he stays over there. And he might. (laughs) Trump just might decide to say, to hell with America. I'm staying right here. I'm not going back. You know, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Trump is guilty as hell because he's always obstructing. And if he's, he's obstructing all the time, every day. I mean, he's trying to say there was no collusion. That's obstructing. He's trying to say that Papadopoulos is a liar. That's obstruction. You know, as if we're supposed to believe him and not our ears and our own eyes, but believe him. The president's aides have spent months preparing an agenda that will keep Trump engaged and upbeat. People familiar with the planning of the trip said this week's indictments of two former campaign aides and the announcement of a guilty plea from another advisors now hope the bustling diplomatic swing will prevent Trump from further stewing over the Russia uh, inquiry. So that tells you, folks, what we were already thinking anyway by his responses and by his erratic tweets. This man tweets. He tweets policy. He tweets, 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 tweets. Instead of leading the country, all he does is tweets. And then whenever we have a crisis like this uh, uh, terrorist attack in New York a, a couple of days ago, this guy... A few a few days ago from this the broadcast of this show particular show he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to approach it he doesn't know what to say he doesn't know how to say he doesn't know how to be diplomatic he doesn't know how to doesn't know how to be doesn't know how to sound intelligent and bright and he has no empathy empathy for no one anyone and right now as this article <laughs> So uh graciously, graciously put it, this guy is doing in his own vomit. He is so afraid of this investigation. He is so afraid of this investigation. Mueller, Robert Mueller, the special counselor, he may have he may have and a lot of us think that he has access to Donald Trump's taxes, the taxes that he refuses to show. The, now, if he does, it's a possibility is guilty. I mean more guilty than he is leading on to us that he's guilty. I mean, you're gonna have facts because his tax returns may say that he's been taking money, borrowing money, he's owing money up to the hilt to the Russians to the Russian. and Trump is guilty. He's totally guilty. so I don't think he's going to survive. Uh, uh, the rest of his term in office. And a lot of us don't think uh, he is going to survive. All right. The Asian trip has stirred an- anxiety among some aides in some- Donald Trump. I, they call them aides. Uh, I call them goons in the White House, largely because developments in the Russia investigation have created a distraction during a critical time of preparations. Um Some briefings were delayed. Other meetings were cut short. Yeah, Trump can, oh yeah, he can barely get anything done. I mean, he's got this Russia investigation over him and everybody knows that he's guilty because virtually Trump is telling people he's guilty by the way he's acting, the way he's acting, unhinged, yelling, screaming, going nuts over this Russia thing. If he was innocent, and he knew he if he was innocent and he knew that he did not do anything, he would not be panicky the way he is now. Trump is guilty of sin. And as the affidavit said. More. Shoes will fall. There are others, others. I don't know if Trump is going to go to jail once this thing ends. They might, you know, give let him cop a plea or whatever they might say, tell him to resign. Either he resigns or he goes to jail. They might give him a couple of options like that, a couple of options like that. Resign or go to jail. But we just have to wait and see how this thing plays, plays out, you know. So, but, uh, but there is no doubt about it. He's guilty. I'm not just saying he's guilty. Well, where's the proof? The proof is the way he's acting. You know, how he's saying it. The way he's so unhinged. The way he keeps interfering with the uh, investigation. You know, so, and tweeting like crazy. This guy tweets like he um, is a nut. I mean, instead of leading a country, he's tweeting. He's tweeting. And talking tough from the White House. That's Donald Trump. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It is 6.56 straight up Chicago time. And you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio.
9: And let's go here. into One conspiracy theory of what he calls a silent coup going on by the intelligence community and former Obama administration officials. Here are the three chunks. One, leaks from the intelligence community calling out Trump administration officials for giving out inaccurate information about their contacts with the Russians and other stories. Two, news reports that the FBI is investigating possible contacts between Trump campaign advisors and Russians. And three, unconfirmed reports in the British press that the FBI may have sought FISA warrants to monitor Trump campaign communications. Now those reports say nothing about president obama being personally involved nor did they say wiretapping was ever approved on mister trump himself now here's a rather amazing detail it actually does not appear that any of these conservative outlets reported as fact what president trump is now claiming that quote obama had my wires tapped in trump tower just before the victory levin has asked the question as to whether the president is behind the leaks and the surveillance but When he was directly asked by Fox News if former President Obama was directly involved in any of this, Levin said this.
12: I'm not Nostradamus here.
9: I just think (laughs) that we ought to find out. But
12: But I will tell you this he's more involved than he says.
9: Now, it would be bad enough if the president valued the conjecture and accusations of these sources more than the facts that he has access to more than any other person in the world. But it's actually worse than that. President Trump took what Levin and others were saying and made it even less tethered to fact. With conjecture and venom, they alleged a conspiracy. He took it one step further and said it happened and President Obama was behind it. And as we've reported, the FBI director is incredulous at this charge and says it's completely false. Now, are there legitimate reasons to question why all these leaks and what are the motivations for them?
5: Donald Trump going on insane Twitter rants is nothing that we're not used to as a country at this point, but on Friday when it was announced that sealed indictments had been delivered in the Bob Mueller special prosecutor probe, Donald Trump went off the deep end and decided to start tweeting out absolute nonsense to his millions of followers here in the United States, and he did it all as a distraction method to try to make the public forget about the fact that some of his buddies would be going to prison on Monday, or at least uh, not going to prison, but being arrested on Monday. So Donald Trump starts tweeting out stuff about how Obamacare is failing and the Democrats owned this, even though he has literally admitted to sabotaging the program and that's why things are starting to get bad with it. Uh, Prior to that, things were actually going quite well with it. He's talking about Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and some kind of crazy uranium deal as if that's anything that anyone cares about or anything that could potentially be skewed as illegal. And he's still out there talking about the Fusion GPS dossier funding, again, saying that Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, I guess, should be in jail for funding opposition research, which is literally something that every single campaign does. And as long as they hired a foreign company, uh, a, a domestic company, excuse me, which they did, there's nothing illegal or even unethical about any of that. But Donald Trump in the last week or so, obviously sensing that something was happening within this investigation, has started to sound a lot more desperate, and to be quite honest, a lot more guilty. He is constantly talking about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton. That is his distraction. Fox News is doing the same thing in the last week. All they've done is talk about Hillary Clinton. With the exception of Fox and Friends Monday morning, after the indictments came out, They were literally talking about Halloween candy for a good 30 minutes instead of actually talking about the real news. Nonetheless, Hillary Clinton has become a massive distraction effort by the Republican party because that is the only enemy that they still have to run against. So At this point, any Democrat who's out there still praising Hillary Clinton, still bringing her up and making her news is helping the Trump administration. They're helping by showing that, look, Democrats still care about Hillary, so we need to keep attacking her. See them, they're going to run her again in 2020. Democrats are causing as much damage to their own brand right now as Republicans are trying to inflict, and they don't even understand that they're feeding into it. Trump is going to use whatever he can to try to distract the American public from the fact that members of his campaign went to jail today. Hillary Clinton was not involved in that. Hillary Clinton needs to go away and disappear, and she's not even the one bringing herself up at this point. It's Donald Trump and the establishment Democrats. The rest of us are trying to focus on what the hell is happening in this country day to day, and now you've put me in the unfortunate position of having to come out and actually defend Hillary Clinton, which is actually starting to just piss me off even more. Hillary Clinton doesn't matter, Hillary Clinton hasn't done anything illegal, she's not running for president again in 2020, it's done, it's buried, it's over, move on. Members of the Trump administration committed crimes and one of those alleged crimes is conspiracy against the United States. That's what we should be talking about. Don't fall for Donald Trump's distractions, don't fall for the establishment Democrats' insistence that Hillary Clinton is a queen, we have to focus on what's actually real. And in order to do that, we have to shut out the establishment, and we have to shut out The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air.
3: It is all about making the world a better place. Join me.
0: Mr. President.
12: Senator of California.
0: Senator Carper, it's interesting you talked about Tanzania. Um, it reminds me of a, a greeting that I've um, often heard from.
1: I'm Keith Olderman and this is the Resistance. I appeal to the intelligence agencies and the governments of what is left of the free world. To them as entities, entireties, as bureaucracies making official decisions, and to the individual.
2: Billionaire uh, philanthropist and activist uh, Tom Steyer is uh, back with an ad that he has produced uh, calling for Donald Trump's impeachment. And he wanted to put it on a place where he knew that Trump would would see it. And so of course he chose Fox and Friends. Uh, Let's see
1: what it looks like. He's brought us to the brink of nuclear war, obstructed justice at the FBI. And in direct violation of the Constitution, he's taken money from foreign governments and threatened to shut down news organizations that report the truth. If that isn't a case for impeaching and removing a dangerous president, then what has our government become? I'm Tom Steyer. And like you, I'm a citizen who knows it's up to us to do something. It's why I'm funding this effort to raise our voices together and demand that elected officials take a stand on impeachment. A Republican Congress once impeached a president for far less, Yet today, people in Congress and his own administration know that this president is a clear and present danger, who's mentally unstable and armed with nuclear weapons, and they do nothing. Join us and tell your member of Congress that they have a moral responsibility to stop doing what's political and start doing what's right. Our country depends on it. So if you thought that the president
2: might not have seen that because he was doing some important government type stuff, you haven't been paying attention this year. Yes, he watched it. He immediately tweeted about it, wacky and totally unhinged, Tom Steyer, who has been fighting me and my Make America Great Again agenda from beginning, never wins elections. Which is a direct response to the charges later, it's not. Um, So look, he's pushing for that, he's I guess able to, I'm surprised that Fox actually ran the ad in the first place. Uh, I have recently read, just this week, that their ad revenue is down 17%, so it's possible that they They can be less choosy about the ads. But Fox and Friends is a popular show, I think, at least in the White House, it polls very well. And um, so they decided to run that. Now, Fox and Friends audience was not happy. They were deluged with torrent, a, a torrent of tweets and comments on the, the articles about it saying that they had been taken over by commies and Jews. And that's why they were doing this, that they were just in it for the money.
12: Mm-hmm.
2: And this, man, audiences really expect uh, consistency in a message. Because if there's anybody who has earned, for better or worse, protection from the charge that they're not sufficiently pro-Trump. Isn't it Fox and Friends at this point? Like They've done nothing but help him and praise him for a year. But they run this one ad and people are leaving their show. They're not watching anymore. Yeah, I don't believe him anyway. Yeah, I don't
10: believe it. uh, Look, uh, that's why they were probably particularly angry. They're like, this is a bubble. You're not supposed to allow Mm -hmm. opposing viewpoints into this bubble. It really disturbs us. But people who huff and puff and say they're gonna leave, I mean, just check the comments below. (laughs) Okay, they never leave. (laughs) They're like, "Oh, next time.
8: (laughs) You do this again, but no, there's a lot of like, I'm gonna change the channel. To what? To reality? Like, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, there's a so lot up.
12: of new uh, right wing channels. The hotel I'm staying at, there's there's <laughs> really? so many new ones. Newsmax has a 24 hour channel. True. And uh, uh-huh. what is it? is it, One America or something? OAN? Yeah, OAN. One of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was watching it yesterday. That's true. I was like, Uh-oh. maybe they're the friends of Fox and Friends. You know? So <laughs> <Yeah>. I always <laughs> yeah. wonder, I always watch <laughs> like, Fox okay. and Friends. I'm like, <laughs> who are the friends, exactly? And I know who Fox true, is. True, because all those people are employees. Yeah, everyone's being paid to be here. I think be cool if there was a crossover with the actual show Friends. (laughs) That's what I always thought it was. Someone can web that together (laughs) and like, like, let's have Fox and Friends, you
8: know, (laughs) Steve
12: Doocy dating uh, somebody on that show.
8: But they need the revenue. I mean, if they're gonna keep on paying out like everyone who accuses their their hosts of of sexual assault and they have to silence them, $32 million for Bill O'Reilly, man, you need the money. I get it, Fox. but I actually thought that this was a pretty effective ad. I mean, he's calm. Uh, he is, those blue eyes, those like steel blue eyes <laughs> staring at you as the yeah. camera just slowly pans in. I thought it was effective. I just thought that the messaging could have been a little different. I think it could have just been like, Donald, seek mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we know you need help. We wanna help you, step down, buddy, you can golf. <laughs>
9: Every day. Uh, You can do that
10: anyway. So, um, my I want to get to Tom Steyer's message too, but first, I like Trump's message. Steyer never wins elections. Good reason for that: never run for one.
12: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. O for (laughs) (laughs) O.
10: Okay. I assume that he means the money that he puts into elections. Yeah. And of course, that's not true either. He's won. He's lost based on who he's funded. Anyway, uh, so. I think that the Sire ad is, is smart in a lot of different ways. They they're going to rally everybody to their own side. It was smart to run it on Fox and Friends to get under Trump's skin, who is they know cannot help himself and yeah. will give you free publicity, which is a tactic John Oliver's used a couple of times. He's run ads <laughs> on Fox yeah. and Friends, yes. and so really well played. I think it was super smart. They're going to get a lot of people on their side side, and you know. And Steyer uh, is a very wealthy, he's a billionaire, uh, he's a progressive. And he's not looking to take the money that he uses and create benefits for himself like tax cuts. Uh, he is not arguing for that, right? And so it's not out of self interest, except for the fact that it, the main money that he spends is to try to uh, fight against climate change. So I guess he's got a conflict of interest cuz he'd like to stay alive. He's got All it. All right, gosh, okay. Yep. And he wants his uh, kids and grandkids to have a planet. Can, can I play devil's advocate for just a second? Yeah,
2: uh, like I, <laughs> I I agree with basically what what they said there, and certainly he's he's free to, if he wants to pay for an ad. You can pay for an ad, I guess. It happens all the time. Corporations do it. Uh, so, but it does make me a little bit uncomfortable that we have this class of people, and some of them are progressives and pro environment and all that, who are so wealthy that they can unilaterally just produce these political ads. And like, I don't know that anything he said there was inaccurate, so maybe this isn't a good example for me to criticize, and I'm glad that Fox ran it. But it is still just more advertising coming from the direct point of view of a billionaire. Like, I agree with this one. But yeah. that they can just like they could buy out all of the ads. Sure. They the want.
12: country is billionaire versus billionaire yeah. versus billionaire. We just have to more. hope that
2: the right billionaire wins. Well, and that's a shitty position to
12: be in. Because of that subtitle in that commercial, we we know he's an American citizen. So <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that I was know. my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> American citizen. I just love that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, just okay. in case you
0: are
11: worried,
12: can relax.
10: All right. Well, look, this uh, be balanced here, and uh, I'll join the fray of uh, you know slight criticisms here. Uh, One is American citizen looked really goofy. Totally agree. (laughs) Like, come on, dude. We, I mean, you could have wrote written Homo sapien, right? Like human being. (laughs) We know, we know, we know. It's like a way of saying not billionaire not running for office. Okay. But let's keep it real. One day Tom Steyer might run for office. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he is a billionaire. I don't have any problem with billionaires doing the right thing. I love it. That's wonderful. Uh, he should give money to Wolfpack. He can't give money to Justice Democrats because they don't take uh, big donations like that. But he, but Wolfpack does. Go ahead. Is this part of um,
8: <laughs> the too, too strong, too strenuous? <laughs>
10: no. Okay. No, okay, it's okay, got okay. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> and look, and if he's going to run for office and, and a lot of people signed that petition, that's probably a good move too. I get it. Uh, so look overall there's not that many people doing the right thing. He's doing the right thing. Yeah, I'll take it on a run I agree. Uh, yeah. and 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 it's okay to put his message out um, and if he wants to spend all whatever he has one point whatever billion on doing great things including in the media including buying ads I think that's actually lovely. Yeah. I just want to prevent uh, Even good guy billionaires like to John's point of being able to buy elections, yeah. right? You know and so and that's different. Here, he's not right now. There is no election. Yeah. He's, he's not trying it's to influence issue advocacy. It, it is Correct. it is actual issue yeah. advocacy as opposed to, hey, vote for X and don't vote for Y, yeah, which yeah. I think is is definitely different. And he should. My only last tiny criticism is speak up a little bit.
12: Yeah, <laughs> it's a little too whispery. No, I like yeah. that. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you he like brought it, up
10: more it. ominous. Okay.
12: I'm glad he brought up the uh, you know the criticism of Trump's uh, you know irresponsibility in dealing with North Korea. And the you know the threat of nuclear war. Yeah, it's like, because yeah. to me it seems like there's there's almost no anti-war movement going on. Yeah. You know, people talk about all different issues, but when it comes to war, it's like almost nothing going on. And yeah. just painting Kim Jong Un yeah, as so. oh he's the evil, he's the evil crazy one. It's yeah. like we're the only country to ever use nukes on anybody. And, you know, we, and we did it twice. You know, and now they're already talking about tactical nukes you know these little nukes more usable do, ones yeah just you know they won't cause much damage just Yeah, tactical yeah terrifying you know well, and, and so i'm glad he threw that in there because it seems true. like that's not even in the conversation these days
2: hopefully if you scare people enough about the threat of nuclear war in this one particular instance you can then build on that that we shouldn't just get out of this situation, we should get out of the like, decades long situation yes. where multiple people have access yes. to enough weaponry to destroy the entire world. Let's not have that situation, even if Donald Trump's not there, even if it's Barack Obama or someone who seems sane even, maybe they shouldn't have the capacity to kill every human that is, exists. Well,
10: last thing is to, just to double down on what Judah and John are saying. I, what, what I'm most concerned about when it comes to Trump is his mental stability in regards to North Korea particularly. And so, you know, impeachments—that's fine, and it's a good strategy that that they're pursuing. I think the Twenty-fifth Amendment actually should be incredibly rare, but this might be a rare instance where we should consider using it. And and we even have a, a petition on that or a poll on that tytnetwork.com/25th, because that he might not be stable enough to be President of the United States, and I think he's a literal danger to the world. And I'm not the only one saying that now, and now you have Republican senators like Bob Corker and Jeff Flake and John McCain, and former presidents like Obama, but also George W. Bush yeah. coming out and making speeches about yeah. how, watch out, he's not stable, and-, yeah, and this and is coming from George W. Bush. Yeah, so, so I just think away, he knows that world, away, <laughs> yeah,
2: just I, I think. Anyway, just for context, one final point. In, in all right, thank you. Thanks for that.
3: Always a lot conversation. That's what I love.
11: Clap your hands around. Come on again. I to Come
3: Does Bob Mueller, Robert Mueller, special counsel, does he have Donald Trump's tax return? I would say, yeah, I I would say, yes, he does. I mean, his office, his agency is privy to the tax tax returns that Donald Trump refuses to show. And maybe this is why Donald Trump is so panicky, because he knows that they are going to find out. And this 12-day trip uh, is just going to be more agony for him because he may come back and he could be egg and leg irons. A lot of Americans uh, are wondering the same thing. Does Bob Mueller has Donald Trump's tax reforms? A lot of us are saying, yes, he does. Yes, he does. He just hasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, he just have not showed his hand yet. And this is probably why Donald Trump is so damn panicky. He's frightened. He's scared. He's yelling. He's screaming because he colluded with Russia. Russia interfered with the 2016 election that got him elected, asked to interfere, and they did, and they did. using Facebook, Twitter, and any other uh, forms of online media to reach. Uh, Americans with false news, with fake news. There's no, <laughs> there's nobody fakier than Donald Trump. He uses, he just throws out the terms fake news like it's nothing, and he's the most fake person on the face of this earth. So does uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say, yeah, I think uh, Special Counselor Robert Mueller, Mueller. Has Donald Trump's tax forms. He, I mean, just think about it. George Papanopoulos has been in FBI custody since October 5th, 2017. That's a month, a whole month. This guy probably spilled every bean in the pot. So, so like I've just said, uh, stay tuned, and we're going to stay tuned. Uh, more shoes are about to drop. It could be Donald Trump's. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. This is getting so interesting. This is <laughs> this is so damn interesting, and I just know there's going to be a movie, uh, probably <laughs> a three-part movie, a trilogy on this, because this is one big American mess. Yes, I do think Bob, Special Counsel Bob, Robert, Bob, what's the difference? Mueller has Donald Trump's tax returns. You know, um, and uh, this is sad. This is sad for America. If we have to impeach a president, impeach a president, impeach a vice president, impeach the Speaker of the House, this is This is bad for America. But still in all, we have to get these criminals out. We have to do something. We just can't sit around, uh, mope around and let these people destroy our country. We cannot do that. We will not do that. And uh, because this is America and we love our country.
11: Heaven help the child who never had a home Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall never, never saw. Help the black man if he struggles one more day. Ever help the white man if he turns back away. Ever help the man who kicks the man as the Heaven the song.
3: Second sense of the show, I just want to say have a great day. have a great evening you know <laughs> and also you know have a great weekend that's coming up It's supposed to be beautiful weather wise uh, for the upcoming weekend anyway, thanks for listening to listening to the George Wilder jr Show. We've had fun talking about Donald Trump and how afraid he how afraid he is. he seems to be panicking um, and we know that Robert Mueller has his taxes, and that's. A I hope I I hope I see you tomorrow, or you listen tomorrow. Bye bye everybody. Man, <sighs>